And his girlfriend like looks at me because she's there too. She's like, man, stop, man. I'm just worried about surviving at this point. I know there's a beast here. There's a monster that for that hardcore drug. My name is Dylan and I am a drug addict. I'm Donnie, crackhead from Backwoods, Ohio. I'm Goomer, recovering addict. And I'm Jordan, a severe alcoholic from the streets of Seattle. Welcome back to another episode of Not So Anonymous Podcast. Woo! Podcast. I like how you make sure they know podcast. <laughs> I like they know it's a podcast. You were right on point there, Don. Yes, I, you were. I dug it, man. Where were you at, Goomer? Meditating. Man, have you noticed every time the episode starts? Meditating. <laughs> like it takes him like 37 minutes. No one's watching you, bro. <laughs> Let's put action behind it. Look at still, still, yeah, he's still he's doing making it. Uncomfortable, bro. I'm getting comfortable. Damn, oh, man. Yeah. Why are you guys all up in my nuts, dude? No, Damn. It's dry July. It's the last place. Jesus Christ. It's the last place. Have you noticed that every episode Dylan starts with up my ass and fuck body? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. Oh, okay. Mm. What do you. Let's start it off, dude. We had, had a little good idea, I think, man. Start this off with uh, something that's extremely powerful in my life. I, you know, always and it, it just resonates with me a lot, dude. One, one, like we talked about, you know, recently in a meeting, it was like, holy shit, this this simple prayer is like, wow, yeah. so fucking powerful. And for sure, so I, I think it's, uh, I think it's cool, man, to open it up. I don't know if a lot of people listen never heard it or. It's the first time or many times. It's it's great, dude. Yeah, I agree. We were well, we were at you're referencing a meditation meeting that we were at, and this is the prayer that they read. And I remember the first time I heard this, it was amazing. So it's the eleven step prayer. There's twelve steps in the program. There's three different uh step prayers essentially. This is the eleven step prayer. Uh, it's actually twelve, but okay. What are you talking about? Ooh. Every step has their own prayer. Oh, well, I didn't know that, so I'm wrong. All right, this is one of the step prayer. This is the 11th step prayer, also known as the St. Francis prayer. And I'll get into what you said later because now I'm curious. But this is the 11th step prayer. Lord, make me a channel of thy peace, that where there is hatred, I may bring love, that where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness, that where there is discord, I may bring harmony, that where there is error, I may bring truth, that where there is doubt, I may bring faith, that where there is despair, I may bring hope, that where there are shadows, I may bring light, that where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek rather to comfort than to be comforted, to understand rather than to be understood, to love than to be loved, for it is by self-forgetting that one finds it is by forgiving that one is forgiven it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life amen 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 it's an amazing prayer it really is dude so powerful man who wants to kick it off jordan let's kick oh. it off with you what'd you get out of that yeah i like What's, what stands out i like that prayer a lot because um like even for me so and kind of the point of view that I usually always try to make, even for me, whether you believe in God or not mm -hmm. and believe in prayer and different things like that, the words to that prayer still hold true. Totally. Right. And it's still just like a, a very, um, uh, a very good, like, mo like motto to try to live your life by whether you're religious, whether you're not religious or anything like that, because, um, trying to be selfless and trying to help others. Like I've had to constantly remind myself of that stuff um, over the last few weeks with the way that like I've been feeling and stuff like that. Cause Goober and I went to that same meeting a few weeks ago and they mm -hmm. read that prayer. And that was like, it was like one of the immediate things that made me feel like, okay, I'm going about this wrong. Cause not, not only was I just doing the opposite straight purely like yeah. the opposite as in like, if I see happiness, I want to take away their happiness. If I see, you know, like right. that's kind of the mindset like that I was going by. So it was really like a, like an eye opening of 
uh, like even brought me into the things that like I've been talking to you guys about in the past and that I've been going on with you guys. Like how am I understanding them and how they feel? Like I'm, I'm, I'm focused so sorely on me and no one's understanding me and no one's talking to me, but I'm, I'm not taking the time to, to do that for other people to get out of myself. Like everything that happens with myself, I can control, you know, that, that the way I feel and the way that I think, but I need to like go out of my way, go that extra mile, try to understand where people are coming from and what people are doing, get out of myself. And when like, I've like that kicked me in the ass, bro. Like when oh, yeah, I heard it, it like hard because you know me, I always think I'm right, bro. Just like everyone else. I'm victim mentality. Sometimes with these right. like, you know, and it really is just like, a, like every time I hear it, it's uh it's just eye opening. And, and, I have to try to I have to try to fight the inner demon in me that doesn't want to listen to it also. That's also a tough one because part of part of me wants to go, man, fuck that. I'm important too, bro. Like I can't just be caring about everybody else all the time. Right. There's a there's a there's a voice inside me that even when you were reading it right now that yells that that yells that. But but like that's life and you got to ignore you're thinking about yourself all the time. You got to take that time to to get out of yourself and do other things and, and uh, try to see life through other people. I don't know, man, there's a whole lot that, that can go into that. That just, well, I think it's paradoxical in nature. Yeah. That whole prayer, right? Just like it is by dying that one finds like eternal life. Like it's so, like you said, like I matter too. All right. So the way I take it is that's why I'm going to do these things. Right. Yeah. So it's almost like, it's like you said, it's paradoxical in nature. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that prayer is definitely hit. You were at the meeting with Goomer, you said? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Goomer, what stands out for you in that prayer, man? Um, Just just everything, man. Don't I'll, you have I'll, that prayer on your phone? Yeah. I love that prayer, man. I've been working on trying to memorize it. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> uh, Should have had it by now. But anyways. No, it's my favorite. It's my favorite one, man. Um, Same. It's it's so powerful. It's like literally like any situation that I'm going through, whether it's like especially tough ones or I don't know what to do. Like if I apply that prayer in, in the situation, like it usually has the answers, especially it has like the serene, I guess, answer. Right. What did you, you say? Yeah. Well, I think like, it's a prayer designed to shatter selfish self-centeredness. Yeah. Get out mm -hmm. of self. Right. Um, we. I guess we have a self-centered disease that just wants to just think about ourselves all the time and our ego. So I don't know. It just really helps me break down um, just just me, man, and, and understand people as people. Right. Like, I'm big on the, I want to come for you more than, like, I don't know. It's like a lot of resentments get built up on that or behind, or not behind the prayer, but like in my life. So it's like as long as I apply, like, dude, all right, get out of myself. Like, let's try to understand this person more than me trying to fight fire with fire make them understand where i'm coming from and usually like even if we don't agree we'll agree to disagree mm -hmm. and it usually just goes away and it's not that heavy like i don't carry it on or like love someone rather than be loved like i rather i don't know i try it it's, it's a lot fucking harder yeah and sometimes sometimes like you said like i fight that self-will and that inner demon that says nah man like this is about you right now and it's, it truly isn't it's a way more simple life or simple or simple way of living like i don't know it's the stuff we're supposed to apply like all the principles are in and in there man like i just i don't know i love it all donnie hmm. what do i think about the 11 step prayer yeah what stands out in there for you uh <clears throat> dude so much it's just like jordan said it's just a huge like the first time i heard that i don't remember where i was at but i just remember how you know big of a kick in the ass smack in the face or just like eye-opening it was to those those words man mm -hmm. has to carry so much weight to them like for any situation or anything i'm going through man it's always like for me it was always what they'll not they just need to fucking know where i'm coming from and, yeah. and everything's gonna be good you know like if they would just listen to me <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah, me too. No, I was, I was, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was directed at yeah, you. Yeah, that was directed at you. Know? No, but for real, like that, you know, it's just that's what my whole entire addiction was based on. You know, like our disease is centered, it's selfishness, self-centeredness, and egotistical, and 
all this all this stuff man so to completely change my perspective and how i interact with people and with situations like that prayer right there helps me do that in every situation totally like no matter what it is or what i'm going through in life and in, in business and spout like with a you know intimate relationship family relationships like all that man like i have to really a lot of times put myself in someone else's shoes man and like try to see where they're coming from because i've learned that arguing i used to fucking argue like no other like well let's let's go oh yeah let's do it <laughs> you know whatever i'm gonna try to prove you wrong or i'm AM gonna radio, try, baby. try to prove my point right yeah and, and I realized that it doesn't matter, man. Like, why why am I going to uh, use so much energy to try to prove my point or change your mind or do this or do that when at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, right? I'm not going to change their mind. Like, I would rather just try to understand where they're coming from more than make them understand my point of view or my perspective. And it's, just, it's helped me a lot, man, like in just everything that in, in the interaction with everyone, like I just said, but to love rather than be loved, forgive to be forgiven. Like that's hard, dude, to Very forgive, difficult. you know? It it's difficult to do, but with that with those words, it kind of can direct me on what I need to do, all right? Like if if I see a situation, I'm being selfish, it's like or or I can't forgive someone, I know I have to do the complete opposite of like whatever I'm thinking or whatever whatever my automatic response is, I have to check it and be like, "Hey, these words or this prayer is printed out right here, like to do the exact opposite, you know, than, than what, whatever I'm thinking I need to do. Right. You know? Yeah, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> it's powerful. Super powerful. I think profound in, in, in a way as well, and extremely difficult to execute at times. Right. Mm -hmm. Super difficult to execute. One of my favorite parts in there is to understand rather than to be understood. Mm -hmm. Right. And, this is an area that I've been uh, I've been really looking into a lot lately too is how I treat people and how I talk to people because it's been brought up by you know you guys even at times uh, Bree like people close to me in my life Dylan it's not what you said it's how you said it I didn't realize I was saying it in a mean way or a dick way right but I want to start being conscious of how I treat people how I talk to people and how I react to people right I want to respond with love right. Someone gives me a shit comment, whatever. Hey, man, that's all good. Much love. Whatever. Like, I want to be able to respond with love in all areas of my life. And it's really fucking difficult for me at times, right? Even right now, we're going through something. Certain people just don't fucking care for me very much, right? At all. I want to respond with love to those people, right? Doesn't mean we need to be in each other's lives. And that's fine. But I want to be able to respond with love and to understand rather than to be understood and for me, that's really difficult at times because I'm dead set convinced that I'm correct a lot of times, right? Like I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that I know the right thing to do. I, I, I'm positive of it, right? How do I set that aside and hear someone out completely to understand rather than to be understood, to comfort rather than to be comforted? So there's a lot there. I think, and it's, ultimately designed to get me out of self, right? Mm -hmm. There's plenty of ways that we can get out of self. Yeah. That's what's one of those ways. Uh, that, that, that part was huge. And like that meditation meeting that we went to Jordan. Yeah. That's where like hearing those shares and like people like for some reason, like going to that meeting and like they always read this prayer right before the meeting or at the end of the meeting, which one is it? One of those two. Um, but for some reason that part stuck out cause that was something that I was going through. Um, I was working, like, you know, like, going back to work with my brother and stuff like that. Like, I still get shitted on. Like, I st I, I, I crave or I, I desperately reach for that day. Like, dude, like, stop shitting on me with words, you know? Like, right. I need you to understand that this affects me, but I can't find the words to say it. And, right. I can't, and then, like, like, I've always struggled with that, being the youngest. So, like, that's when I applied that in the situation. Like I was just praying because I was getting pissed off because of the way they talked to me. It's like, how dare you? Do you not know who I am? Like, how are you going to talk to me like that? Like, can't you just separate family from, from work? Yeah. Like, I, I just don't, that's why working with family for me has always been difficult because you get treated like fucking family. You, you the, And I see him interact with other people that just are coworkers or just works with. 
and he's a completely different person and it makes me feel like man well fuck you dude like right. the fuck i'm a person too why can't you understand you're being a fucking dick and mm-hmm. you're abusing it so you started i started taking on his inventory and like and i just started praying because i was like we we're working together and it was fucking overwhelming um and that's when you had hit me up and i was like dude i'm, I'm going to a meditation meeting man like i need it's been a minute since i meditated but anyways long story short i was sitting there praying to god as he was working i was just watching him and i was trying to like let go of this resentment that i i was aware of like it was getting built up and and i just saw him differently you know i i took my emotions out of it i i tried to translate his his emotions and his fears and his words and he was just stressed out man he's uh he's he's starting or he has been but like he's trying to grow his business and i just saw him as a person like I, i understood him as just a human being trying to live life try to build this this uh this company which he does everything for and and it, and it went away like the load of like me taking everything so personal and like applying like well, i'd rather understand him than be understood like i just saw him i was like dude like and remove my emotion from it it, it just seems so simple to understand him it's like dude this dude just probably stressed out from like you know running this business and mm-hmm. and, and and all this stuff that like, all the pressure that i have no idea what starting and running and operating and building a a a, a a company or, or business takes yeah. and also applying that and, and understanding that like really just made it all like i said it's so simple to just let it go it's like oh dude, this dude just fucking stressed out he might be taking that on me in an unhealthy way or see me as a punch bag or anything but i don't have to take it personal like if i sit there and think and like put myself in his shoes and really understand what he's going through which i did it's like oh fuck dude well then how can i love him rather than be loved how can i comfort him how can i be of service and how can i be more productive at work to take this load off of him and once mm-hmm. i started applying that like the day got started going smoother and, and i didn't take that home with me and i didn't take it personal my feelings weren't hurt and i wasn't focused on me and i was just motivated to help him out mm-hmm. more and that was one of like a like recently pivotal moments where i, I used the 11 step prayer or part of it um i guess in my life so for some reason one of the things too i, I really want, because you said you know he's shitting on me constantly so at least for my perspective, this also doesn't mean we have to be doormats, right? Like, like I said earlier, like with these people, I want to respond with love. Like we don't need to be in each other's lives. That's fine. I can, we can still respect and love each other and understand one another and not be in each other's lives. Right. So I do still want to make sure that that is known. Like it's okay to set a fucking boundary too. Right. Yeah. But I love what you did there, man. The way you removed your side of it, I guess, and just kind of focused on like trying to understand him. And it got you through the fucking day, right? Yeah. And probably is whether he knows it or not, has helped your relationship. Yeah, yeah. it's it's getting better. Well, it has gotten a lot better. I, I just I love how you said don't you didn't take it personal, right? Because like what I've realized, man, is people are a lot everyone's fucked up, you know? Like everyone's got uh, some shit, right? Weighing on their mm-hmm. mind. And it projects out, dude, onto yeah. other people and projects out to, out of us, all of us. You know, it happens to me too, you know. And that's why I think not taking it, but one of the four agreements is don't take shit personal, yeah. uh, you know? And, and then the other one, man, is don't make assumptions, bro. Like, I can't just assume that they're acting away just, just because they are. Like, maybe they're going through some shit, you know? Right. So it's like actually genuinely looking at someone and say, hey, how are you? Yeah. You know, I'm not just going to assume you're okay. I'm not going to assume you're okay. I'm going to genuinely say, hey, man, are you okay? And your automatic response is going to be good. And I'm going to be like, okay, well... Like, what makes it so good, man? Or like, are are you really good? You know, and, and ask again because people are going through shit all the time, and and we never know, we never know really what's going on with someone, yeah. and I, and it all comes out. I put my foot in my mouth more, like the most amount of times when I assume I know how other people are feeling. That's that's where I get in the most trouble. I assume I'm right. I assume I know they how they how I know how they feel. And then I say something and I end up eating my words every time, every single time. Mm. So that's a good agreement because that's where I tend to get myself in the most amount of trouble. Mm. Ouch that. Um, but on, uh, I did want to say something on what you, you had to say, Dylan, about the rather to understand than to be understood. And that, that part stuck out, sticks out to me a lot too. And I think especially for me, like that's like, the whole prayer is good, but mm-hmm. that is the most crucial part of the prayer for me because that's why I drank. 
because people didn't understand me. (laughs) People didn't get me. I'm all alone. Blah, blah, blah. And if I drank, then I fit in, blah, 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 and all that. So that's like, that's a huge part of when I start to feel that way, that can be triggering down a road to relapse because because that's one of the main reasons why I drank was because I was all pissed off that the world didn't get me. And I I mean, I I think that's a lot of people too because that's why when you go to rehab, they're... You're not special. We've all been there. Like, yeah. get out, get out of yourself, get out of that victim. So I think that that is like a really, really crucial part in trying to integrate into your life every day um, to get out of self and and to try to understand other other people. So I, I I like that part of the prayer a lot too. Definitely, dude. Definitely. I uh, you know, and and that whole getting out of self thing. We're we're taught. And again, this whole prayer, I think, is designed to get us out of self, to remove us from that selfish self-centeredness, self-pity that drives us to drink. Like you just said, I love that you pointed out. If I go too far into these behaviors, I'm running the risk of a relapse pretty fucking, you know, maybe sooner than later even, you yeah. know, if I if I really don't pay attention to it. And one of the my favorite things, you know, and obviously this is not something that I created or thought of, but service work, right? To be of service, to go and make myself of service. I was just telling you guys earlier Dude, like I was, I was kind of having like a down week. Like I wasn't fucked up, but I wasn't right. And I was kind of sad and I was, something was just like wrong with me. And I, and I was really taking, trying to take a lot of self inventory and it could be just the weather. It's been real rainy, right? Like it could have just been that that got me down, but I, uh, yeah, well, you're getting a little bit of a monsoon season this summer, unlike last summer. But so I'm feeling this way. I go and do step work with the sponsee. Have an amazing conversation. Now I'm looking to comfort rather than to be comforted. I'm listening to this kid's problems, right? Listening to his stuff, listening to what he's going on, his struggles. And now I'm trying to understand rather than to be understood, right? And I'm doing these things. And in the middle of it all, I'm like noticing I feel better already. Being of service to this kid right here is making me feel better. Immediately get done with that and I go to H&I. And I sit there and I look at these these people who are sitting in these chairs, the same chairs that I used to sit in when I'm in rehab and I'm in treatment and I'm detox and I'm on day two, three, four, five. And I'm like, holy shit, man. What's up with you guys? How are you guys doing? You know, tell me about your day. And all of a sudden, dude, it's like I leave there and I'm good. Like, I'm like, I feel good right now because I got out of myself. I didn't stay in that selfish self-pity shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. I got out of myself and I made myself of service. There's been times where that has saved my ass. And I know I'm not the only one on that one. Right? Yeah, no, dude. Service work has saved my ass more times than I can count. And it's also helped me grow in such a huge way, man, to to realize that I'm... And, and that's the whole thing is, like, I played the victim and I'm selfish and self-centered. And my ego makes me think I'm the only only person but then when i came come to the realization that i'm like a fucking grain of sand in the mm-hmm. whole scheme of things like you know my shit doesn't you know it's not that big of a deal right i mean so to go do h and i right like because i've been we've been blessed with the opportunity right oh, for to sure. be sober because it's this shit is real like real hardcore and it's it's a miracle that we got out of it so for sure who am i to like just hold that in and keep that for myself it's extremely selfish, man. And when I do, I don't feel good. When I'm all caught up in myself, I never feel good. Right. I always feel the best. And I've always had the most spiritual connection, like the spiritual growth and spiritual experiences was through H&I, was through speaking at a meeting, was through conversations with either newcomers or my sponsor Straight or up. stuff like that, man. Or just... Or sponsees. Sponsees or... Fucking getting in the car and going for a ride, bro, because someone's going through it. Like going for a trip somewhere, go and do this, go to a hike. Like all this stuff, man, is that's all just not like when I say 99% of it's just showing up, man. Just showing up to a meeting is is a, a form of service work, man, because you're showing up, you're sharing in a meeting, like all that, man. And like the mission trips also, I, I always talk about this because they were so impactful for my life, man. They changed my my perspective on on service work and how big it can be and and how just how it gets me out of myself dude like right. i'm not 
special. I'm not unique. I'm not the only one. My problems really aren't big. I just call them problems because I'm so caught up in them. And, and I, and I let them magnify in my mind over and over when they're, it's not that big of a deal, man. Like other people have some serious shit going on in their lives. Right. Yeah. And, and I, and I just need to get out of my way. And another thing that, that I've realized with service is I have to find service work that I enjoy doing and that I'm like passionate about because if I do some kind of service work that I don't like doing, I'm not, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to want to do it because a lot of times I've seen or heard people's like, Oh, I got to go do this. Or I got to right. go do that. Like it's an inconvenience for them to right. go fucking spend a little bit of their precious time, you know, helping someone else yep. out. Community service hours. Yep. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, right there, dude. Like that alone, community <laughs> service, right? Uh. We'll automatically think, it's a it's a, a, a belief punishment. or an idea. It's, it's a punishment, dude. When yep. you put community and service at the end of it, it's like, oh, well, I'm getting punished now. I had fun doing that, dude. I did it at the food bank. I was like hooking people up with extra shit. I got yelled at. I almost got kicked out. I almost Why did you almost get kicked out? Because I was giving people too much food. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so they were going to give me my hours. And you this grew and up that. with a, a Hispanic mom. You're like, no, no, yeah. you need more. You're skinny. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I felt bad because they were skimping people out, you know? And then, like, towards the end, like, then, like, that food that's close to exp- expiration days, then they start, start tossing it out. I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe playing God a little bit. I was well, like, this family needs more. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Deciding on who eats. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up, bro. I wasn't sober yet, right? I, I wasn't sober. You're making statistical fucking I know, right? Just on who dude. needs the food and who's going to go without that. <laughs> That's so fucked up. One You're of the four agreements. <laughs> don't make assumptions. <laughs> Straight up, uh, man. Uh, no, dude, man. That's dude. It's a tur- it was a turning point for me in my sobriety this time. Service, uh, yeah, because oh, yeah. the other two times I got sober, nothing, nothing, no service, bro. Uh-uh. That's what that was what that's mm. what robbed me of of the the blessings of like the, the serious blessings of sobriety, you know. And a lot of times, like even even this, bro, the podcast is is service work, man. I think if so. you look at it, and and it's not that we don't get paid for it, we don't like you know, Yet. but we get blessings out of it, right? For God sure. gives us blessings, bro, upon blessings, you know, our health, our yeah. relationships, our. All this stuff, dude, our freedom, man, our peace of mind, like that right there is payment for us being of service. Right. It's not always everyone's like, oh, service, I'm spending my time, I'm not making any money. Like it always comes back to that dude. for a lot of people, but it's it's not about that, dude. It's more about the connections, the mm-hmm. everything, man, the peace of and mind. And the service to your fellow man, period. And just, mm-hmm. yeah, just having a servant's heart, bro. It's a, It's one of the hardest things to do. To really focus and help someone else out, but it's also the biggest and the most beneficial thing that I've found in my life so Definitely. far. And I think, and, and like you said too, service looks different, right? For, yeah, for there's everyone. so many different mm-hmm. ways to be of service, right? Just because, like, kind of talking about it earlier, I'm very comfortable in my 12 step right now, right? Like, I believe what I do, I'm comfortable and I'm happy doing it, right? And I believe it, it makes an, an impact the same way that a lot of people impacted my life with their 12 step. One of the, and I, and I think one of the most important reasons too, that it's constantly drilled in our head in these meetings, especially for newcomers. If you're new, pick up a commitment, pick up a commitment. There were times, dude, remember, like we've talked about whole, that's a long gap between that noon and 7 PM meeting. Like mm-hmm. that's, I don't know how I'm six ama- hours, six hours. <laughs> like dude, the meeting ends at one. The next don't start till seven. So I'll fellowship afterwards. That still leaves me like two, three hours. Holy fuck. How am I going to get through those towers? Cause it feels like that for a lot of people. Cause it did for me. Like I was yeah. hour to hour. How do I like stay clean right now? Like I just need to fuck one day at a time, dude. This is like one minute at a time right now. Like how do I stay clean right now? There were times I showed up to the church, bro, for CR hours ahead and just been like, yo, what can I do? Just what can I do? And I would put fucking keychains through the tags and did that for hours. Set up chairs out, whatever, dude, being of service to my community, my church, my fellow man. But to go back to what we were talking about earlier, Jordan, like I matter too. I mean, Ultimately, I was the one receiving the blessing. Yeah. I stayed clean that day. Mm-hmm. I didn't fucking drink that day. Right? And I still made myself available to be of service. And we, at all one point, right, that service has evolved. At first, it was just doing that. And that's not saying, like, evolved from, like, better than or less than or I'm past that or anything like that. But that evolves depending on which opportunities are being opened up, right? Yeah. 
So now we have an opportunity. Donnie just did an, uh, an Instagram live, right? So mm-hmm. you just spoke. You just shared your story, intimate parts of your life, with people around the country who would not have heard that prior, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're not at the same meeting hall, right? So that's another thing. I want to make sure service looks different. Yeah. Service looks different. And just because it doesn't necessarily stay in one room doesn't mean it's not being of service. Right? I could be of service for any, all, all over, over the man. fucking world. Any, any, just, just, you know, doesn't even have to pertain to recovery at all. No. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that you brought that up. It doesn't up. even have no, to pertain to recovery my, at all. Some of the best service work that I someone told me, one of my mentors told me to get out and do service work and not just the rooms. Like mm-hmm. get out to the... Correct. And help other people. And just like the the mission trip that I went on with the high school kids, right? I'm spending my time. I'm like, at, the, at first, y'all be honest. I'm like, man, these kids don't need me, right? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm not going to waste my time helping these kids. Like, they're good. They got this shit figured out. But it, it wasn't about that, man. It's I, not. It's not about that, dude. I got out there. I went and to... It's spiritual growth, man. It is, Like, dude. that spiritual exercise of being of service and going out. And it, it's it's so impactful man like i can't even explain it in words until i did it right like so i try to tell people hey go do this but they're like nah fuck, uh, they're not gonna do it right but yeah. all i can say is try to exp- share my experience or how it's done what it's done for me and hopefully that plants a seed for them to go out and do it and that's all i hope that's yeah. all I, I can pray for but at the end of the day i stayed sober i grew stronger in my relationship with god with people with myself, then then the rest of it, you know, whatever, man. Well, I like that you brought something up too. Is like you were having doubts on the service work at first, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't need me. Or how many times it would be like, man, I don't want to go to H and I tonight. Man, I don't want to go chair that meeting tonight. I really don't feel like showing up early for this, right? Like I don't feel like it right now, dude. I had <laughs> talk about planting a fucking seed, dude. I had a hell of a time with this last. One of these last little service commitments I did, dude. So we we have uh we have the uh, pamphlet right for for HA right that we have our phone numbers on. Well, there's only one person ahead of me on the list because it goes in alphabetical order. So I'm getting blown up on this thing, right? <laughs> this dude calls me and he's like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey is this Dylan? Is this Dylan?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, what's up, man?" He's like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, you still in recovery? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, bro. Fair question. Fair, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So, all right, listen, man. <laughs> I need a favor. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Here we go, dude. He's like, all right, man, I'm being transferred to this spot over here, this spot over here. He goes, I got like, you know, I got all my clothes at this sober living that I got kicked out of, though, man. And I need you to go and grab it for me if you can, please, and drop it off to my next spot. And my first thought is like, fuck no, dude. Like, <laughs> like, fuck you. Fuck off, dude. Like, good one. Good one. Yeah. Nice try. <laughs> Give Goomer a call. Oh, you know what, too? When he called me, I was like, I thought it was your guys' boy. I go, you, you Donnie and Goomer <laughs> I thought you guys pawned him off, dude. Oh, he's not ours? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's up. Where's he up at? I don't know, man. Where did we, we, took him, we took him. Yeah, we took him to the yeah, bus he's stop. Up north to go to Flagstaff, yeah. but I didn't know if he made his return. I think or he not. made it. I think he did because I. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I think he Minnesota. did because it, this kid know. is like a legend of the not so honest <laughs> podcast. I don't even I know. know. You know what? One day, man, they're coming man. here. We're gonna I hope he tell fucking story. sober, man. One well, day, dude. for sure. So I thought it was your homie though, and I asked him. I was like, "You Donnie and Goomer's boy?" He's like. Donnie and Goomer, Donnie and Goomer. <laughs> no, I don't know Donnie and Goomer. <laughs> dude, he's like, this is hardcore East Coast accent, dude. Funny. I was like, all right, cool. So where's this place at, bro? Like, let, let me help you. He's like, he goes, uh, great. Oh, it's uh, it's off like uh, Power Road. And oh, <laughs> yes, shit. Exactly. The other side of the country. Exactly. <laughs> I got to go to New Mexico to pick this kid's <laughs> shit up, dude. From where we're at right now, it's easy. It's hour and 15 minutes away more right? than that dude dude it's out there dude it's out, like close to apache junction where this mm-hmm. kid was staying so i'm like already like second ringers in my fuck like bells going no. fuck no dude <laughs> let me call donnie and go <laughs> 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 my boy goes out to mesa quite a bit so i'm like all right fuck and i just 
that damn responsibility pledge, though, right? Like, mm. I'm there. You know, I want the hand of AA to be there with me. Someone reached out for help. Like, fuck, okay. Close enough. All right, bro. Yeah, well, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> whatever. So I'm like, all right, dude. Okay, send me the address. All right, cool. I'll get you the address. Gives me the address. And then he calls me. He's like, all right, what day are you going to go, man? Because I got to make sure I let them know, yada, yada. I was like, all right, well, this is the, all right, this is the day I'll go. He goes, now I got to warn you. Oh, shit. It's a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> He goes, Damn. I was like, well, well, how much is it? He's like, oh, man, like I moved out here from New Jersey, like with all my shit. He's like, so it's like <laughs> five bags, a few suitcases, like got, just reels it off. I'm like, all right, I got <laughs> you, bro. Ringer. I got you, bro. I was like, you know what? I just got the truck. I was blessed with the truck. Like, fill that motherfucker up, bro. Like, I got you. I got you. I got you. Cool. Well, he doesn't give me his information on the... The new facility that he's at. Oh, so due to HIPAA laws, they can't tell me that he's there, right? So I show up to this spot. And all oh, packed up and everything? Everything. Oh, I, you're I, on your way to go pick it up? No, so I, I go and I go pick it up. I drive three and a half hours to go pick up his shit. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. And then I come back, right? And I go and so and I go to his new facility that he's at, right? And the whole time, I'm like, this fucking kid dude better stay sober i swear you know, like, <laughs> like i'm like starting to put it like my service work on him like this motherfuckers you working your steps like, like you know like, i need to see some proof yeah <laughs> so i get there though dude and i so i got the truck loaded up get up to the new facility i go in there i'm like hey you know i have some stuff for this person here and i am greeted with the ultimate karen is who is working the front desk she is mean, bro. I want so bad to like put this place on blast and this lady on blast right now, but 11 step prayer, right? <laughs> she was so mean. I was like, hey, all right, so I got all this stuff for this kid, yada, yada. And she's like, yeah, can't let you drop it off here. I was like, okay, let me, this is his name. Can you just put give a note to one of the texts to bring it back to have him give me a call so I can get his patient ID number so I can give it to you? Uh, yeah, I guess. Just like that. So I'm like, oh my God. All right. Now I'm really like losing my shit with this lady because she's being so mean. And I'm just trying to calm down. Tech by tech by tech by tech walks in and out. She does not hand this note to them. Mm. And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, yo, can like, is it okay? And she's like, yeah, I'll get it to them eventually. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, all right, now I'm really trying. Now my service work is really being tested because I'm like, I'm about to just dump the shit, you know? Finally decides that she's going to go ahead and make a phone call. She doesn't even send a note. Hey, there's someone here. Um, he's got some stuff for a patient. He wants to leave it in the lobby. I told him we can't do that. Oh, oh, we can? We can do that? Okay, cool. So I hear this. I'm like, all right, great. <laughs> I start bringing the stuff in. I bring in two bags, right? Because I can only, you know, I'm carrying, it's a lot. It is. It's a truck bed. The lady looks at me. She goes, that's it, right? I said, no, there's a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I bring in the next two bags, and then she tells me, that's it. You can't bring anything else in here. I said, listen, I'm not taking this stuff with me. This belongs to your patient. I'm, this is where it's staying. And she goes, she starts doing the... <laughs> I understand, and I appreciate you trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I wish I was there. At no this lot. moment, I, know, I, I can just fucking, see his attitude right now. Fucking dude. twitching like a motherfucker. <laughs> I am fuming. I said, listen, lady, ma'am, you don't understand. What you do with this shit is none of my concern. It's staying here. Like, I'm dropping it off. At that moment, my sponsee calls me. I'm like, listen, bro. I got to call you. You good? All right, cool. I got to call you back. <laughs> I left it there. And she, oh, dude, there's so much more to the story, but I'm just going to cut it because I don't want to. She was so mean. That was a really difficult thing to do for me. Step by step, the whole process was inconvenient, right? Everywhere, every turn on that thing, I was like, dude, I'm out. I'm out. I tried. I'm out, right? But I got the kid of shit, man. This dude, and he still calls me to this day. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you so much, man. I needed that. Kid's in a sober living now. Got a sponsor. Working his steps. Nice, nice. You know, so it's like, who knows what that did for him, right? 
maybe the next time he gets a phone call like that, asking if he's still in recovery, he'll he be goes, in a position to help yeah. them, man. Absolutely. And, and I think it's so what That's like that how you said that it was like inconveniencing you, but you know. Take it into perspective, bro. You just got this brand new truck, right? Exactly. And then I'm saying, okay, well, and you got money for gas. You got, you know, the time freedom to go and help this kid out. And you're like, and for me, I like, look at him. All of his shits in garbage bags, dude. Correct. He's just fighting for his life, dude, in a fucking yep. sober living house. Like, for me, I'm just like, well, like, I had to set all that shit aside, man. Like, mm-hmm. all my selfish behaviors that that i've been programmed forever like to help that person out man right and you never know dude like you, you said man know. help that one person out and you know it's big dude it's huge it is so it's like when speaking of service work it's amazing when god uses you mm. to be of service for him you know he's yeah. giving all these blessings and it's like no like, go, 11, like 11 steps like where is there where where is it where is there is despair may i bring hope yeah like that dude's part of his life's falling apart all the way from the east coast shits in garbage bags like doesn't have a glimpse probably of hope at least i didn't in early recovery right. and then here comes this dude off a phone list how hard it is to pick up the phone and reach out for help and you come through for him who knows man that changes you probably did help well, save his life you know like, what too what what motivated me so much to do that was because when i was in treatment i remember how good it felt for Bree drove up to Prescott just to drop me off some clothes. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, oh, dude, like just even the slightest bit of normalcy. Like I have my clothes right now. That's amazing. And there Lucky. Was this, lo- right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because this kid with me, he didn't, man. Like he came out from North Carolina. He didn't have shit. He mm-hmm. was like wearing like whatever hand-me-downs from p- patients who had left already. You know? So I remember what it was like and the glow on his face when I like gave him a pair of shoes that I had and a sweater that I had and like I hooked him up with like some of my gear, right? Mm-hmm. Like it immediately changed his whole demeanor. And in a place like treatment, man, we we're already down, broken. Like at least I was. Don't even know what's gonna. Don't happen. even know what the fuck's gonna happen. Like, dude, any little thing that I can hold on to for some hope and some healing, that's the hope, I'm all man. about, dude. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't want to do it, like it's it's amazing when we don't want to do it and we get out of self and we let it just. Sometimes God just let us use, let God use us in his service work. Like I know me and Donnie have like self-seeking motivation sometimes and we've gone out to do some shit and then like now playing it back. It's like, holy shit, that's had, that had to be God doing his for us. Like, yeah, well, for we're us. Doing, doing his work through us, man, yeah. with us thinking that we had these intentions, yeah. right? To go, to go do some shit, man. That was like, not, not cool, not cool, bro. At all. And little did we know that God was using us, dude, yeah. as a tool that has literally impacted someone's life that we know that, that Goomer is super close with. Yeah, they come, they came back and told me, like, dude, like, you're the first. This is what they told me. Goomer, you're the first example of recovery that I had. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, fuck. Oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> oh shit. Trace out. She's like, oh, they were like, so they, they told me that. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, did I do justice or something? This is funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, oh, fuck, sorry, you got to bleep that shit out, dude. Um, Why? So they come you up to me. You name, did you? They come no. up to me and they said, dude, you're the first person that I uh, had an example of recovery. I was like, damn, dude, that's crazy. Right. And I thought I was going to get like a big compliment. My ego was like, all right, My ego was already like inflated. Like, you know, well, this is recovery. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dude, so then she hits me with the fucking... <laughs> She's like, so I, she's like, one day I was sitting there alone drinking by myself and I was like, and then one day it just clicked, Goomer. I thought of you and I was like, man, if it worked for this motherfucker, <laughs> it's gotta work for something. <laughs> I was like, I felt so small, but it was like the funniest shit ever, bro. Cause I was just like ready to get that pat in the back. Like, oh dude, you work a good program. Nope. It was just like, I was not fucked up. Cause they knew me like years in addiction and, and then, and now they like know me. In recovery, but like I don't know if I'm a better person or whatever. But like, I'm sober, yeah. You know, so that says a lot. Like for the program, I guess. Yeah, I just thought that that was funny. That is <laughs> the, funny. The, what's crazy is like we went with self-seeking motives to do something, yeah. right? And hang out with this person to hang out with this person, and 
Everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I know, but I know, but it does like the the point is though, not none of that happened, right? right. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened and <laughs> I I seen that person last night, bro, and to see yeah. the change and I was the first person that she reached out to both of us or that's this person sorry, reached out to both of us and you were busy doing something and I ended up talking to her and and she, you know, it was it was crazy that she was had a lot of fear, right? To mm-hmm. step into that that door, it's opened that door up of like surprise. She's never been to a meeting before, right? And and I'm having this conversation with. Her. I'm like, look, and she's like crying, bawling her eyes out. I can't stop, you know. I can't stop. I can't stop. And and I'm like, okay, look, going to a meeting. I'll come. She's I'm like, she's like, I'm not gonna go to a fucking meeting. I was like, all right, I'm coming to pick you up then. Picked her up, took her to two meetings, took her to one meeting, and I was like, how do you feel? And she was just so overwhelmed. She, you know that. Yeah. Like she just got drinking from a fire hydrant, bro. Like hit with all this stuff, you know? And I'm like, cool. We're going to go to another meeting. <laughs> back like, to back? Back to back, What's dude. Up? That second one, she got connected with some females in the rooms. And that started her journey there where she's at today, man. Yeah. And that right there. And to hear her share and to see the, yeah. the yeah. sober glow that she has now. Like amazing. it's, it's literally amazing, bro. How God was working through us and using us as a tool to, to impact someone's life. And we had no, yep. no idea that that shit was happening, bro. Mm-hmm. And then the ripple effect, cause she had some good news for us. She just picked up her first fucking sponsee. And now she's sponsored. Right. Someone. They're like, come on, bro. I just got the chills just thinking about how crazy that is, man. Service, man. But so we didn't know that, dude. Yeah. The thing is, we wake up in the morning and I say, God, direct me, guide me, Straight allow up. me to help someone today. And sure as shit, every time. Be careful. Be careful what you ask for because he will use you when you make that decision, man. Every it's day. So re- it's so rewarding, man. I think it was I think it was like when I really worked the third step, man, and, uh, and really understood that is when I, I allow myself, I allow God to use me. I'm open to it. I'm like, yeah, just here. It's like me like handing my body and say, here you, here you go. Use me. Whatever you want to do with me. Mm-hmm. I'm yours. Let's, let's go. And the only people that fuck that up is us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> That's like, I, I had a conversation with my sponsor, but like I've talked with him about this a lot, just in regarding to the third step and different things. And, uh, and just, a, that was a perfect example of like, I think so often and I've, I know I've told this to you guys before. So often we get so caught up in what is God's will for our life and how is he going to use me and how is he going to do that, blah, 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 and all this. And I've really like, I've really boiled it down to at least what works for what works for me. And I think as the way I see God work the most is the one thing I know, the one thing I know for sure that it's God's will for my life is to stay sober. So if I wake up, and I make choices in that day that benefit me staying sober. So I wake up, I choose to stay sober, and then my choices benefit that action. They work towards staying me sober. I know no longer what I'm living in God's will because I'm sober. And then because of that, and if I'm making the right choices, then God can use me in those, in those aspects that I can't even see. Correct. Because I'm, I'm, I'm living my life in God's will from the start because I'm choosing to stay sober today. So that's, that's starting off in God's will every single day. And when I make choices that benefit me staying sober, like I know for the most part, which ones are going to benefit me staying sober, and which ones aren't. And they're pretty easy to distinguish. Right? So as long as I'm making that conscious effort to stay in that, I see those, those benefits and those crazy things happening and all the God shots and all the, all the stuff that happens to us on a daily basis because of those reasons. Mm. And I, it's, it's, oh, it's so wild, dude. Just the fucking domino effect that it can have, right? Just being sober. So just, all right, we start off with that, right? We start off with that. I'm going to stay sober today. I'm going to stay sober. And then taking it, like you said too, that's something I do is I incorporate that with my prayer and my meditation is like, yo, just use me. I don't know what that looks like, but just use me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I will fuck it up. Like, so don't let, ask me, but just like use me whatever you think and then we'll roll on from there, right? Just how you said, dude, like you guys went over with like ill intent 
and then it flipped no into one said ill intent. Well, no, okay. <laughs> selfish desires. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Not ill intent. Selfish, selfish, selfish desires. desires, somewhat, but it was. It's more like self will. Self will, yeah. And Goomer wanted to make an amends. Okay, well, I didn't know the full story. Well, okay. I apologize. Whatever. You didn't go with the intention of a 12 step, did not, you? No. Right, not okay. At all. But that's what happened, right? That's what. Without us even knowing. Without, we planted a seed right. because. We hope we are completely open and honest with these people Correct. about our recovery and our sobriety because they were drinking and we were like, no, we don't drink. Like, that's right. just it. And we like just got really honest. Right. We had yeah. some vulnerable conversations and they were just like, holy shit. We never heard anyone like talk like this about themselves and their feelings and what they've been through and all this stuff. And, yeah. and I think that was what opened that connection up man and that seed was planted <laughs> and this wasn't for months and months later, dude, is when yeah. this, all this came to fruition months and months. months and months later man and how does Almost that see like that, that that has to be and you know what amazing. and you know what the fucking phone call was the the text was like hey donnie are you still sober <laughs> <laughs> what is it? i was like actually i am still sober what's up like <laughs> hey, are you still in recovery <laughs> dude someone hit me with that too the other day with, with what? She, what she told you like well this motherfucker you know uh. like so, so, so he was asking me to sponsor him and he's like he's like I just, I don't know, man. Like, I seen how you were. And I, fig- <laughs> and I figured if it worked for you, then that's what I got to try. <laughs> like, yeah, straight up, man. You did the most fat no out of anyone. Don't remind him. Yeah, just let that go, yeah, man. Yeah, like, trying to make it through a season without him dropping. Man. 110 to 120. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, dude. No, yeah, that's crazy, though. It is, but that, that seed planted, too, man. And that just, how many times, like... We've gotten multiple, like, a lot of people messaging us, hey, where do I start? Do you recommend any meetings? I'm thinking about going to treatment. Like, I need someone to talk to, right? Like, it just, it's crazy how it all works, man. I, my first example of recovering out loud was with Brandon Lee when he did that morning show here in Arizona. I was fucking doing drugs while listening to that thing. Didn't even realize the seed that was planted. Mm-hmm. Go on his podcast two years later, just from getting clean. Now I'm on the podcast with the dude who was my first example of recovering out loud. That's already mind blowing in itself. Record that. And then some lady sees that podcast says, hey, I'm going to go to my senior guys' episode. It was inspiring. I'm going to my first meeting tonight. What the fuck, dude? That's crazy, right? Because we make ourselves available to be of service and to carry that message, right? Having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, we continue to carry the message to those still suffering, right? Carrying that message, being of service, man. It's a like Donnie's big on that ripple effect. I go back to my treatment. I go back to my treatment center, dude, and like literally, I know some dude that I have nothing in common, uh, with unrelatable stories to you know lifestyles and upbringing and stuff like that but for some reason the way he conveyed his message just hit you it hit me mm-hmm. in that moment i was like holy fuck dude yeah i was like this shit's crazy and now i have the podcast and i was saying like oh dude we reach millions of people or anything like no, that but, but i've i've gotten some feedback at least from a couple of people like and it's all because he was put himself of service he gave back to the program right and that's why and every time i got i get asked to speak i'm, I'm never like all right yeah let's let's fucking share my story yeah that's not not how no dude it's like fuck dude well can you get someone else man <laughs> <laughs> and every time i'm of service like someone comes up like dude i got a lot out of your story and i was like fuck dude like because you never know like that dude that came into my rehab impacted me and who knows what god could use me or say something out of my mouth that impacts someone else's life and I don't know, service work is really, really important, man. I, I, I think it's, it's service work is a form of showing gratitude to our recovery and to our life, bro, because all it's done for me is magnified my recovery and magnified my sobriety and my spiritual connection. So it's the more I, I, I carry the message, everything just grows, man. The more I continue to just be used by higher, higher power, whatever it is, man, and it's these, you know, we was just in a meeting, bro, about, you know, if it's odd, it's God, dude. And literally the, the shares in that fucking meeting. Sorry, Jordan. No, no, no go ahead. <laughs> the shares in that meeting, though, man, it was like every single one of them talked about how carrying the message and, and service work like in the, in those like just the, the, that experience that we had and like the, how we impacted someone. 
all these people, man, with long-term sobriety who just shared like story after story after story of just absolute miracles, like undescribable, right? And it's just one thing after another, bro. If I show up for real and I'm willing mm-hmm. to get out of myself and help someone else out, yeah. it goes back to the responsibility pledge too. Definitely. Always. Bigger than that, man. I remember when our sponsor asked us to move a, a certain someone for him? He let us borrow his truck and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a, a form of service too, man. Like he just hits us up like, hey, who, who's available these days to help this person move? And we're just like, oh, we got nothing else to do. Even though like probably don't see what God did in that moment for us or anything like that. But like just the bond, because I was early in recovery and I early in our friendship mm-hmm. and relationship. It was just like the bond that helps create the one that we have today you know being of service especially together like doing h and i together dude that spiritual high when we come out it's like oh shit service work together bro well even in and i jordan it was you or donnie one of you guys it doesn't even have to be recovery right right like dude just even going to my gramps house doing all that fucking work at his house oh yeah that was cool that's that helps somebody so much like just that what part of my third step with that i had to do and that i have sponsees do is to pick up a service commitment outside of a recovery room. So like just mm-hmm. in a normal, whether it's a food bank or somewhere, but a service commitment outside of recovery, because it's really easy to practice my program in the meeting, right? Mm-hmm. I need to practice my program outside of that meeting in an everyday life. All our you know what I mean? And I think too, like that goes in just to continue on that point too. Like you don't even have to be in recovery. Like this is not, I feel like this conversation is super beneficial and almost a necessity for guys like us. But like, even if you're not in recovery, if you're feeling shitty, you're feeling some self-pity, go volunteer somewhere for a little for while. Real, dude. See how it feels. My first ever service commitment, first time I volunteered, was for the church, and I was still getting high. I was going to the porta potties fucking snorting pills, and then going out and, like, handing out Christmas presents. <laughs> you know, like, but even then, I remember feeling fucked up, dude. Fucked up, dude. <laughs> I was an addict. Well, I am an addict, but I was an active addict, right? But I remember even that, I was like... I feel kind of good about myself today. Like, oh, I did good today. You work for the Lord. I earned these. <laughs> I feel it, bro. I did this. Like, I helped a lot of people move. I helped people do yeah. this. I helped people do that in my addiction, bro. And I always felt good after. It was just like always a good feeling. Earn that rock. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always had like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I was always expecting something, but I always got a really good feeling about it, you know, and for yeah, sure. it's, it's, it's Doing it together is fun as fuck. It is. Service work together, man, grows a a bond and a relationship with whoever you're doing it with, Mm -hmm. you know? It doesn't matter. Like, I've grown relationships with people outside the program in the mission trips, man. And and sharing openly with those people that I'm, you know, we're on the same mission together. And, And then I come to build a relationship with them because I'm open and honest about my shit. And then they turn around and start sharing a bunch of stuff about them. And then it's just like that... Oh damn! I didn't know that. Like I thought you, I never would have even knew that about you. And it yeah. was just like that bond was deepened, and that <laughs> that relationship was strengthened even, you know, deeper. Has anyone yeah. ever told you guys when you told them like whatever you're in recovery, used to be an alcoholic, used to fucking smoke crack, or whatever, and just be like, I don't see it. I can't see it. Never. I I yearn for the day that happens. <laughs> 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 yeah, they still think I'm fucked up. No <laughs> question in my head. Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, it happens to me, bro. Nah, dude. That happens to me. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I can definitely see that. I, mean, I still can't see it. <laughs> I've seen pictures. I was <laughs> in service <laughs> the other day, and um, I helped my baby mama, and I haven't talked to her like in a couple months, a few months. Um, uh, I helped her move uh, her whole apartment. I was a being of service because she asked for help, and uh, I got shitted on. The whole fucking time I was there, bro, it was a hard ass experience, dude. Talk about practicing your principles oh, and all yeah. your affairs, bro. Fucking shit from the past got thrown in my face, and while <sighs> you're helping her, yeah, yeah, <laughs> move your guy. No, she had, so. she had, dude, she had no one, dude, no one to help her. She had to be out by like Friday, which is today or yesterday, and like I was there Thursday, and I had a hell of a day at work. I did so much shit at work. I was like working through the rain. Oh, no, no, was, was it raining Thursday? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I had a, like, a really long fucking day, man. And I still made myself, you know, like, I just had to do it. Like, she had no one. I just felt like a responsibility. And as a part of my uh, living demands, that I told myself that whatever she needs, like, I'll be there because I, I put her through hell. Um, 
and and I, I was a service dude and I helped her move all this shit, packed all this shit. And I got there, they had nothing packed, dude. And I was like, fuck, man, you had all week. I was pissed, bro. I was there just white knuckling it. And like she would ask me questions and I was like completely silent. I was just like, oh, what do you want this? Like, is this ready to go? Like I was fucking heated, bro. Cause then the whole time I was getting shit on. I was fucking pissed, dude. She's like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, why aren't we together? And this and that. And I had to practice that 11-step prayer. I was like, all right, where is this coming from? <laughs> just scared. Like, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, bro. Straight up, dude. I was like, really? You can't fucking see it? Why would I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> dude, so this like, seems pretty obvious. <laughs> so I lost my shit. Like, I lost my shit. And we ended up getting a huge argument. Dude. And I just, like, threw all her fucking inventory in her face. And it felt momentarily good <laughs> not gonna lie i was like man you're in self-pity you're in this because all your fucking life decisions and this and that like you can't believe you push people away like and you don't even fucking see it why do you think i'm the only one fucking here like dude i fucking lost it dude like 30 40 minutes of just getting shit on like i mean the only one helping her i was just like fuck i got tired of it because i went in the car dude and i started looking up at fucking chiropractor videos and shit and um i took a moment smoked a cigarette and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that means, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, I was about to say, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's the next video? logical thing to do. Like, if you're feeling stressed, <laughs> you're looking at your chiropractor back, videos. back need cracked? Wait, I got the jet. Fuck? <laughs> Are you clean? <laughs> I got a serious question, dude. You fucking using it? <laughs> no, it's because, like, dude, my, my right arm goes numb now, bro. Oh, my, and someone yeah. said it could be, like, from a pinched nerve, and I, oh. I could use, like, an adjustment. So I was like, I've been on this Much fucking rabbit hole about chiropractors bro and there's some fucking funny ass reactions dude anyway so i'm there and then i start going into like soccer videos and shit like that and i was like all right this is a waste of my fucking time let's do this come on so i go in there and i just make my man she fucking apologized to me and and everything went good man like it just like you said like i had to just understand what she was going through and she's obviously like she owned up to it she's like dude i'm just still fucking mad at you yeah. i'm still hurting i'm just like yeah like I i'm sorry like I'm sorry I know what I did. Like, I'm aware of my shit now, but I'm trying to just be here. Like, I'm sorry I lost my shit too, but I'm just, this is fucking weird for me, you know? Like, it's just yeah. weird. It brings up a lot of shit, man, that obviously still needs to be healed and shit, but I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Being of service, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Being of service, it helps. <laughs> nah, it does, man. Uh, anyway. Basically, you let you unloaded on her and didn't feel very good, right? Nah. But still, the service, I mean, I... Yeah, but I she was super grateful. Like, she sent me this long message like, damn, dude, like, Regardless of everything, like you still you showed up. So when you no one you did. responded with love, right? You responded yeah. with love to hate, right? Essentially, Bro. I mean, I think yeah, man. There's there's a lot there, but yeah, we got a game to watch, huh? We got a game <laughs> to watch, yeah, for sure. Fucking done, nah, man. Cutting the service commitment short. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Nah, this was good talk, man. I think we're, there's plenty more to discuss on it too, but I enjoyed it. I think, uh, yeah, man. Be of service. You're feeling any type of way, feeling down, go be of service. Volunteer somewhere. That shit'll uh put things in perspective it definitely quick. will man like i i think i've even impacted some of my well some of my family right has reached out to me like hey you know i actually started volunteering here i started volunteering there like but they never did before and i and, mm -hmm. I, and not to say like oh look at me i What's did this planning? but but i i was it's stepping out and right. doing something through the you know through the fear of an uncomfortable situation because right. service work is not comfortable at all dude a lot of times it can most yeah. times it's very uncomfortable man but it's yeah. always the uncomfortable situations it's scary, can i grow dude. from it is scary dude because you know making but. coffee for the first time i was scared to death but that helped me plug in mm -hmm. it was amazing rewarding as fuck wow. yeah being of service dude has even helped me having a servant's mind has helped me in business too mm. in a huge way because i'm always i was always focused on like i'm gonna do this action and i'm gonna get this result and it was always a monetary result at the beginning like that's what i looked for right and now it's a complete shift in my perspective is like mm. i i'm like i'm really i'm impacting these people's lives like they're literally giving me responsibility they're trusting me with helping them use their money their livelihood that they worked so hard for right to purchase this home that they're gonna spend years and years in and create all these memories with their family awesome, it like i have to remember that when i'm fucking working with someone because a lot of times i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna get this commission no it's not about the commission dude it's it's seriously like about their them and their life dude it's more rewarding knowing that than the, the paycheck than the paycheck it is man i've and i've realized that I, I try to attach my my drive more on that than 
the the monetary thing because it's just not i don't get any fulfillment then it doesn't feel like work right then it becomes like a passion and it does man that service with passion behind it dude is is extremely important really is Mm. nice well well i think uh well i think there's one small thing that we haven't done before we left what time is it Donnie? I mean, fucking Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I had one job. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, one fucking job. Fuck. It's the Daily Donnie. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Boom. Good nice. Shit. Always mm. good. Always mm, appropriate that. to the... Uh, the podcast it's like you do that on purpose or something maybe maybe, maybe. all right well everyone i'd like to thank all you guys for listening today dylan donnie goomer like thank you guys for helping me stay sober today make sure you guys like subscribe uh feel free reach out to us if you guys feel like you need to talk um and yeah thank you for listening to another episode of not so anonymous boom boom